today. It turns out uh, inflation may not be transitory as consumer prices continue to soar. Uh, universal health care for illegal immigrants, is it in the works? Also, a health fine for the unvaccinated. But hey, it's just another day in 2022. We've got all that and more, and it all starts right now. Welcome to the News and Why It Matters. I am Sarah Gonzalez. Happy Hump Day, appropriately for Hump Day. I am joined by Chad Prather. That's messed up, man. Chad Prather That's show. messed up, but I'll take it. What's up, everybody? Uh, also joined by Jason Buttrell, chief researcher of the Glenn Beck Program, also known as the guy we have read all the things we don't want to read. That was so not as, as sexy as your introduction. You get the yeah. hump day label I'm, and I get the guy that reads stuff. Do the hump day hump. What? And you're the white noise in Glenn Beck's head. <laughs> so actually, the, it's funny. Uh, I was walking into the think tank, which is where Jason's uh, desk is. And I was like, oh, he put on a jacket from Right? No, he's on, he's on with Glenn yeah, tonight. Yeah. That's why he, I was, oh, he put it on for Glenn, not the for me. most so. important book I've ever written. <laughs> The hardest book. Glenn, welcome to the program. <laughs> uh, all right, so let's get into let's get into some of these topics here. Uh, so inflation has soared to its highest in four just four decades. That's all right. It's just four decades. Uh, consumer prices have jumped by seven percent uh, for the year ending in December. The surge was the highest annual increase since June 1982. For the consumer price index, uh, this obviously gauge uh, this this gauge this gauges the cost of goods and services. This includes used car sales, groceries, rent. Uh, this is all according to data released by the Bureau of Labor Statistics. And on a monthly basis, consumer prices rose 0.5 percent in December. Uh, I mean, we're seeing it everywhere. Um, inflation has exceeded 6% in three consecutive months now. Again, this is quite different from the talking points of the Biden administration. I almost said Obama administration, and then it I was like, well, was it really wrong? Difference. I don't know. It's kind of the same. <laughs> uh, the Obama 2.0 administration, they're like, it, don't worry. It's just transitory. Um, and, and by the way, actually, all of these trillions of dollars that we're looking to spend is actually going to solve the problem. So no worries there. Uh, we see gas going through the roof. We see groceries going through the roof. And, I, you know, something tells me that these people who maybe perhaps were offended by President Trump's mean tweets uh, are looking at their actual real life right now and how it's being affected and not just, well, this guy says mean things on the Internet sometimes, but they're looking every time they go to the gas pump and fill up and every time they go to the grocery store and buy some hamburger meat and they're like, crap, maybe I shouldn't have done this. Yeah, 98 bucks yesterday morning to fill up my diesel truck. <laughs> I was down Ugh. about an eighth of a tank, so you can do the math. It took me $100 to do it. 7% uh, inflation is costing the average American a little over $5,000 mm -hmm. annually right now. Uh, everybody's feeling the sting of this. Nobody's exempt from it. I mean, look, the White House can spin it all they want, but Jen Psaki came out, what, a month, six weeks ago, and said that the Biden administration intends to fundamentally change the economy of America. Mm -hmm. Well, anytime somebody like Obama or Biden talks about fundamentally changing things, that, that's exactly what they do, and it's never for the better. So, so really and truly, Glenn Beck couldn't ask for a better climate 
to re release a book called The Great Reset yeah. than right now when things are quite literally going uh, to garbage. Uh, economically in America. Yeah. Uh, well, so you mentioned um, you talked about gas, but <laughs> have you seen I didn't realize this was happening near where we're living as well. But have you guys seen all of the empty shelves in the grocery stores? Mm -hmm. I mean, this is look, I know Jen Psaki made the flippant remark that uh, it's just, oh, maybe people can't get their treadmills. You've got like just grocery stores cleaned out cleaned out, no food available, no meat in the meat section. Uh, it's really scary. I mean, it, it's looking like, uh, you know, March of 2020. Have you seen the hashtag on Twitter, the bare shelves Biden? Yeah. It's like, I mean, it's all over the place now. It's like before they were trying to say that it was conspiracy theory being yep. blown out of proportion. Yep. Oh, my gosh. I mean, and it goes a lot worse than that. Uh, it's funny, like the Biden administration campaigned on all these problems that they said that were existential and they were going to solve them. Uh, you know, everything as far as like the social, you know, fabric of the country, whatever, is worse now, I think, than it's ever been. Um, COVID, worse now than it's ever been. Mm -hmm. The state of the economy, worse now than it's been in a, in a very long time. Um, I will be fair. This is what the left is doing now is making is like doubling down on all the suck and they're making it worse and worse and worse. It's your typical leftist, you know, yes. I ideology yes. is if something doesn't work, let's they just double down. Correct. They don't course correct. Yeah. They, they double down yes. on it and then hope that maybe the second time it'll work better, mm -hmm. which gets doubly sucky. Um, but this is an all of government problem. This is a Republican problem. This is a Democrat problem. Um, I mean, really, we were put on this course under the Trump administration when there was a forced recession. Mm -hmm. I'm not putting all the blame on President Trump. I mean, that was the global, uh, response, you know, consent yeah. response was let's force everyone to recession. Never happened before. Mm -hmm. Let's force people not to spend their money. So just keep them in their you know, houses for 15 days. And then we went into recession. Mm. Um, then all they had to do was, you know, a trillion dollar package here, trillion dollar package here. What do you get? We're looking at inflation. Yeah. Well, the same thing would be like, okay, we made a mistake. Let's not do that. We're never doing that again. Even though there were some people on like, what's that show? The News and Why It Matters said if you do this, it's probably going to be disastrous. I hear that show is amazing. Fire. I fire. <laughs> I hear they talk about it in the halls of the West Wing all the time. It's like crazy. <laughs> um, but you would think that they would say, okay, fine. We should not have done that. No, they're doubling down on it again. Mm -hmm. I heard they were even considering another $2,000 stimulus. Or that was like a petition. People want another $2,000 stimulus. Yeah, of course they do. They're not getting, the they're not getting their college paid for. And they're not getting $15 yeah. an hour. And look, you're right. This is not just a Democrat problem. This is a Republican problem, too, because we have impotent rhinos that are in there who, and again, people need to learn to read the fine print. I keep saying this over and over again. Just, just because you see the big, bold D or the R next to a person's name doesn't mean anything right. anymore. You take the state of Texas, for instance. We're that big conservative bastion, right? But the last <laughs> seven years since they're... Republican Governor Greg Abbott's been in office. Spending has increased by over 19%, while the population's only grown by 5.4%. So the government has expanded beyond the population growth. We're seeing that happen across the board because these people have no sense of value when it comes to currency or the dollar. They don't care because it's not their money. Right. They just print more of it. And so that's the thing. When Jen Psaki comes out and says uh, yesterday or the day before where she says, this Build Back Better plan is paid for. <laughs> she literally said it's paid for. Yeah. With what? <laughs> it's not. These people live in fantasy land. Yeah, they said, like, uh, no, it's actually net zero. Don't, <laughs> don't worry about it. No, well, I mean, look, it, we may have gone to public school and did the Common Core math, but don't worry about it. It's definitely it's, net zero it's, here. It's, it's the same as, like, health care. You yeah. know, they tell you, like, free health care. Are you serious? Have you ever seen a check stub from, they, they, they love the NHS over in the UK so much. Have you ever seen a payment stub 
like when you get your check, you know, for work mm. uh, every month. Oh, I bet it's disgusting. So based off of how much you make, there's a percentage taken out of your paycheck to fund NHS. And it says it at the bottom, you know, $300, you know, taken out of your pay this month mm -hmm. for NHS, you know, payment you know, obligations. Uh, so how much would it cost to pay private insurance? Roughly the same thing? Right. right. It's ridiculous. Yeah. Like, that's what they keep telling everybody is free. Like, nothing is free. I really, I am such a strong proponent of eliminating all of this payroll deduction crap. Just make oh, yeah. every single American pay quarterly taxes. Cut a check. Yes. Write, write the, the taxes. Write the check that we have to write yeah. when you own a business, when you're an entrepreneur, every quarter. Man, I guarantee you there will be a revolt. Absolutely Everyone revolt. will be like, Absolutely I'm paying how damn much on this? They just don't yeah. know it. They, you, they don't even look. Imagine the reverberation. I've been saying that the same, yes. exact same thing. Yes. Yes. Agreement. Imagine like you, you go like every time every time your school board greet, I mean, you know, meets up yeah. and then uh, they're like, hey, everybody, we're going to put in a new fountain or whatever in front of the school. So we need a bond, you know. <laughs> so everyone just kind of, I want to get out of here or here. Yeah. I want to hear yeah. the concert or whatever. They all say yes. <laughs> or, how I, many I, of them would say yes if you had to cut the check personally? So so. We should do it so, like, with the, the public ISDs, you know, again, take for instance the state of Texas. You know, they, we got six, we're ranked six in the nation in terms of the worst for, for uh, property taxes, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. Oh, so it's the worst. You want to you oh. build $60 million high school football stadiums at rival Division II college campuses. Uh, here's the thing do it like the colleges do it. They say, hey, we want to build a new stadium. The boosters have to build it. Right. Yeah. So you want to do that in your community. Well, OK, where's our boosters? Where are people who are willing to write the check and yeah. go in and do this stuff? And I go back to my boy, Eric July, who, who's going to, you know, again, come down with the taxation of theft thing. Yeah. And I agree that it is. But at what point in time do we let private industry and entrepreneurs and innovators come in and say, we'll solve this problem rather than the, us funding the government to do a mediocre job with it? Like, why, you know, well, who's going to build the roads? I'm sure somebody out there can make the earth flat for your car to drive on, <laughs> right? If, 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 it's, if suddenly weeds are growing through the asphalt and, you know, that kind of stuff. You know, at some point in time, people are going to go, okay, we need to do something about this. Yeah. It will, ha it will happen. But just because it's never happened, you think, well, no, we just got to keep on paying all these taxes. We got to, whatever the government tells us and just funnel it in there. Mm -hmm. It's insanity. Yeah. Uh, speaking of the great successes of the Biden administration, Joe Biden, uh, we talked about it yesterday on the program that he had this big speech planned in Georgia, uh, really, really pushing for the Senate to change their rules specifically so that they can jam this. They call it voting rights legis legislation, but I think it's very important to not Don't let them get away. Rights? Yes, <laughs> I think it's very important to not let them get away with changing the messaging, um, which they so often do uh, in their names. They, they title these things very strategically. So they're like, well, who's against voting rights? Well, who's against Black Lives Matter? No, that's not actually what it is. It's, it's in order to uh, prolong all of these ways that you can, oh, I don't know, just make voter fraud much easier is all I'm saying that they uh, they changed during the pandemic. Um, but Joe Biden during this speech, uh, a lot of interesting moments, but one of them in particular is, uh, you know, Joe Biden can't stop saying that Kamala Harris is the president mm -hmm. of the United States. And uh, here is that once again. Last week, President Harris and I stood in the United States Capitol. Mm. Interesting. He also made a comment about how uh, President Trump did something from the White House in Florida. 
I would like to know, like, I, I used to know a little bit of sign language. I haven't kept up with it, but I would like to know how that signer did. Did she sign vice president or president? Oh. Could somebody send us a message? That yeah, knows, that's actually a great question. Yeah, knows American Sign Language. Uh, could you please send us a message and let us know when you watch that clip? Did she say vice president or president? That's a great question. I want to know how she, that signer right there, that, that yeah. I actually love that we have started uh, integrating these um, interpreters because some of them are very, very fun to They're watch. They're quite yeah. animated. They're very fun. And it feels like this was a uh, something that came with the pandemic. Like, I don't recall seeing this in every single speech that ever took place until the pandemic for some reason. Yeah. And now we have them all the time, and they're very, very interesting. But uh, She's so much more expressive than Biden. Yes, like Biden yeah, looks like Biden's he's dead. Like, yeah, he's dead. He's like, <laughs> uh, and she's yeah. like, it looks like she's dancing. Yeah. Almost. She's they, usually, they usually are. It's very interesting. It's <laughs> so great. But, uh, Jason, your thoughts on half-dead Joe Biden. Uh, I, what's funny is if, if it's a slip of the tongue and you know they're just getting ready to usher in Kamala Harris, that seems like such a losing strategy. Like, no one likes her. She's what the most winning, unliked. What is a winning strategy, Jason? Yeah, Jason. For, them, for, them, what's, for them at all? Yeah. I mean, I mean what, what, what is it? Who is on their luck. bench? That's I'm what not, I'm I'm not going to say it because I don't want it to, be, to happen. But we no. all know who I'm talking about, and the signs are pointing that way. It's pointing that way. Because no, right now, nobody in the cockpit knows how to fly a plane. <laughs> That's the bottom line. Well, nobody neither does she. Nobody. No, she doesn't know either. And she's in the cockpit. She's, mm -hmm. a, I mean, she's up there. Nobody in the cockpit knows how Wait to fly a second. this plane. Wait a second. Are we talking about Kamala again? When I say cockpit, yeah, I, usually, <laughs> maybe. I am usually talking about Kamala is, never mind. Um, I, you, oh, ooh. Ooh. It's amazing to me, like, the vote. Okay, so let's go back to what he was talking about, ultimately. It was the voter thing, mm -hmm. right? The vote. Mm -hmm. so, like, Which, right by the now, way, Joe Manchin said, I'm not, I'm not on board with I, being the You know what? You said, said something last year. Early last year, you said, you know, do we really, do we really rest on our, rest our hopes on, yeah. on, on Joe Manchin? And I was like, no. Yeah. Now, thank God for Joe Manchin. <laughs> people like Joe Manchin and Kristen Cinema, and I'm like, thank God for these people with a little bit of common sense. Yeah, it doesn't make you feel good, but you're grateful for it. I mean, they're doing better than Lindsey Graham. Yeah. So yeah. I mean, I mean, at least I mean the guy's catching a lot of hell yeah. for doing what he's doing. Is at least somebody's got a spine. Yeah. To, to I, yeah. Do it. Speaking of cockpits, Lindsey Graham I think is in it as well, Jason. <laughs> I mean, I mean, his situation is so unique because he's a Democrat in a in an area that overwhelmingly voted for Trump. And it's kind of surprising. I, I don't know. Like, he, he knows he's in the balance. So, so, so that's a perfect example, though, of an elected representative who actually does represent the will of his people. Because mm -hmm. those people in West Virginia, this yep. is, they don't want this nonsense. It's rare. It is rare. And so, so tip of the cap to, to Joe Manchin for doing it. But look, so you want to talk about, you know, the filibuster and all this. They, everything's racial, right? Uh, you know, voter IDs, voter fraud, voter rights, all these things. But then now you go to Washington, D.C. on Saturday, starting Saturday, the mayor of Washington, D.C. has said you've got to be able to show uh, a vaccine ID before you can go to yeah, a movie, go to a restaurant, go to a coffee shop, go anywhere in public. That's what you're going to do. So just in a matter of 18 months, uh, the, the, those, those lefty clients, science climate, climate scientists, uh, so-called, have, have now, they're okay with landfills, uh, fills with uh, mm. all the masks. Mm -hmm. yes. And also they're okay with all, you know, minorities having to show ID just to go into a restaurant and mm. eat. Or, or oftentimes, minorities not being allowed to They're go in at all. Because, by because large, the minority communities are not getting vaccinated. There you go. There you go. That, now that is the real Jim Crow I wish I could talk today. Uh, <laughs> well, it's okay. It's Whatever. just the it's first block. It's you get a, you get, 
Anyway, uh, we've got more to come first. We want to thank our sponsor, Chamonix. So uh, obviously, the new year is upon us. And if you are looking for a little secret to look years younger this year, you've got to try Genucel. Genucel has a ton of products that you are going to want if you are like me and uh, you don't get a lot of sleep. Maybe you've hit that age where you look in the mirror and you're like, I think I aged 100 years overnight. Maybe you have a baby, like I do, who's cutting eight teeth at once right now and you haven't seen sleep in about 10 weeks. No, it's actually been much longer. That was actually me being being kind to the baby. Uh, I, I wake up, I'm like, I can't, I don't, I look like I'm 100 years old. I have been loving Genucel. They've got this um, this cream that you put under your eyes. It eliminates eye puffiness. Um, they've got a ton of other things as well. They are the experts in not only skincare, but also just anti-aging, making you look and feel younger. You guys have got to try it out. Uh, these are tried and true formulas. And during their Genucel New Year's clearance event, you can save over 60% off Genucel's handpicked most popular package to take care of all of your skincare needs. You can see yourself with those fine lines, forehead wrinkles, sagging jawline, under eye bags, completely gone. It works for women and men. It's safe for all skin types. Uh, it's great for skin of any age, whether, like I said, you've hit that age where you look in the mirror and you don't like what you see anymore, or you are just trying to be proactive because you want to prolong your young, healthy skin. Whatever the case may be, Chamonix promises results that will make you smile, guaranteed, or 100% of your money back. You have nothing to lose. Don't wait. Go to lovegenucel.com why. You can save 60% off their most popular package. Uh, by the way, every order is automatically upgraded to free priority shipping. That is love Genucel. That is G-E-N-U-C-E-L dot com slash Y. Love Genucel dot com slash Y. Governor Gavin Newsom over in California announced, uh, let's see, a couple days ago, a budget proposal that includes the extension of universal health care for the 1.1 million illegal aliens who live in that state. Uh, he says that a massive budget surplus will allow them to provide for residents who are illegally there. Now, I'm sure he didn't use the term illegally. Illegal. Illegal immigrant. Illegal alien. I know you're not allowed to say that if you're on the left. You're just like undocumented or uh, non-citizen, whatever the case may be. But uh, he said, here in the largest state in our union, in the state of California, we are positioned with this budget to be able to deliver on what we've been promoting. Universal health care for all, regardless of pre-existing condition, regardless of the ability to pay, and regardless of your immigration status. Uh, and it's estimated that it will cost uh, just a, a $2.2 billion per year and will be fully implemented by January 2024. Um, now, this comes as, you know, we talked about in New York City, they're allowing non-citizens to vote in, uh, in local elections. It's very interesting. All of these things keep happening. I, you know, I applaud it. We're in a federal system. If you want to be stupid, you know, like, by all means, do this stupid stuff. Don't do it at a national level. Mm -hmm. You know, like, that's where we'll come to fight you. If I'm, in, if I'm in a Californian, I'm pretty pissed off, you know, that this is going on. But, but, what, you, but, what, if, but what if then California mismanages their money and then goes to the federal government and asks for, for money? Yeah, you, that question is probably the reality of well, what's right, going to happen. Well, right, that's what I'm saying. So, like, but then they're going to get bailed out, and we're still going to end up bailing them out. So, like, in my mind, it, it is kind of still 
federal. Hope, hopefully that happens when Trump becomes president again and he just laughs at them yeah. so then we all can collectively like laugh. Like he did and, earlier. <laughs> yeah. but I forget what that was about. But I, re I recall it was California and another state, I think, who they were talking about, like, well, we're going to this this emergency has landed us in debt. Like, we're going to need some money. And Trump's like, yeah, no. Yeah. What was that over? Immigration? I can't remember. I can't remember. What it was I can't remember. But yeah, but it's insane. The, the, the policies that they're doing now. And again, as I said earlier in the show, like nothing is free. So like yeah. they're going to tout this as free universal health care. But Californians are going to see this on their, you know, uh, they're going to see it when they pay for it, you know, through their taxes. They're go it's, this is not free. But who it is free for is these illegals. Like, they're, it's absolutely free for them. Mm. They're not paying in taxes. They're just getting free a free service. And it's something that the left has always laughed at up until it, they became completely not sane. But this includes Bernie Sanders. Like, Bernie Sanders was one of the biggest people of saying, yeah, you know, border security. You know, we've got to stop illegal immigration. This was back when he was, I don't know. He's always he's an ideologue, so I don't I never call, I never thought him insane before. He's stupid, yeah. but I never thought he was insane. Now that he's kind of joined the entire insanity, but yeah, it's Bernie Sanders was like, hey, you cannot have the system that right. I want to build with all and these illegals coming. Yeah. It doesn't work that way. Yeah. So you have to have border security. These are truths that they all used to believe in. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm assuming they didn't stop believing in it. <clears throat> so you got to wonder. I mean, is it just pandering? Is right. It, it goes back right. to Milton Freeman's, you know, economic philosophy. You Ooh, can't have a sexy. Oh, you I love right. the invocation of that name. <laughs> you, Whoa. You, you can't. Have, right. but he said I feel you like can't. a third wheel. All he of a he turned up. Sorry, he turned up. <laughs> yeah, you can't. <laughs> Let me into the cockpit. You can't uh, have an open border and a welfare state. You can't have both. Mm -hmm. They've got to be mutually exclusive. They get mutually exclusive from one another. You can't. You can't have that because if you have an open border, it's going. It's going to just overrun that welfare system that you've got because welfare does serve a purpose. Mm. So what I say, you know, Gavin Newsom is a monkey in the cage flinging poo. Right? They just want to sound good and they, they don't care. It's just. These woke ideologies, it really does turn to garbage and, and, it, and it crashes an economy. They don't care because to them, they know that there's nothing backing up any economic value of the dollar. Mm -hmm. They just keep printing more of it off or they operate in a, in a system of credits and debts and they don't care about these things. So what I say is if you support that, like if you're a Californian, you support that, then here's the deal. You pay for your own health care. Now you should have to foot another bill, uh, uh, you know, adopt a mix. Or something like that, right? Like just somebody that That's you catchy. have, like you, you know, you just you just take one in, and you're like, like you don't have to physically meet them. It's like you know, supporting a child with Compassion International. Yeah. You just support them every month, right? <laughs> Fifty dollars, you know, forty-eight dollars of your donation goes right. to the welfare of this kid. So that's what you do is you just pay extra health care for for Lupe, and and just make sure that she's taken care of and she can get her pap smear. I mean, I'm serious. So, so that makes it real. You talked about the taxes. See, this is a thing. Yeah. You want to tax people and people feel like, well, I just never see it. So it's out of sight, out of mind. No, you should have to actually stroke a check. Checks for Mex. That's what you do. <laughs> you stroke checks for Mex, and you put it out there and you say, all right. And, and in the little, in the little uh, information line, you put Lupe Gonzalez. Mm -hmm. Pap smear. <laughs> Why has it got to be a pap smear? Make it real. It's the point. Make it real. These okay. You believe in these people so much. Let's put a face and a name to yeah, it. Yeah. Right. You, it's a humanitarian crisis. I mean, we throw these ethereal terms around. You know, philosophically high and mighty. Our heads are so up in the clouds. We just love our fellow man. Somebody said that to me at a thing the other night. They were like, you know, the thing about Democrats is they just care about people. I was like, horse oh my god, crap. <laughs> they care about I mean, garbage.
garbage. If they cared about people, when has Kamala Harris, the borders are, been down to the border? Tell me when. Has AOC been down there crying in her little photo op optic situation at the gate? No, of course not. Kids are in the cages. Kids are kids are being detained. Yeah. You don't give a rat's ass about any of it. So stroke a check. So so let me checks from X. So, Mex so, checks. So California Mex checks. All right, checks. all right. It's kind of catchy. Okay, <laughs> right. Kind of catchy. Uh, so so <laughs> let me like speaking of Democrats <laughs> not actually caring about people. Uh, this is not here. It is in Quebec, so Canada. But Quebec is now going to require adults who decline to get vaccinated against COVID nineteen uh, to pay. A basically a fine. They're calling it a health contribution, but it, it is a tax. It is a it is a fine, and they said that uh, they are deciding on a significant figure that they will be mandated to pay. Unvaccinated <laughs> residents will be mandated to pay. The number will not be lower than seventy nine dollars and fifty cents. Have uh, you paid your dollars. cash advance? <laughs> We're cash advancing you. I mean. <laughs> It just it's writes wild. itself. I should name policy. It, well, but That's what I should do. It, you should. Your it, cash and vax. It's also very bizarre because I'm like, we're living in a world where we're talking about giving free health care, throwing money at people, illegal immigrants who broke the law to get here. While, again, I realize this is in Canada, but I guarantee you there will be people in America who are like, let's do this. There already have been people who have floated the idea. And so at the same time that we're talking about handing over cash, throwing money at illegal immigrants for breaking the law. We're also talking about financially penalizing American citizens, possibly. Uh, you've got Canadian citizens here uh, for bodily autonomy. It's a really weird place to be. Yeah. yeah. Well, and uh, well, Americans are we already have laws in multiple different states that kind of would allow them to do something similar. I don't know about pay, uh, having them pay for something like that, like a penalty, but there are a bunch of emergency power uh, mm -hmm. laws that allow, I think they put them in around 2003 after SARS, that if a communicable, if, if, if there's an outbreak of a communicable disease, they can forcibly detain you and quarantine you, which- And they're way too general too. Way too general. Mm -hmm. And it's usually never challenged in court. Right. So it's supposed to be like something very specific if they invoke it. It's only for a certain amount of time, and they're supposed to provide evidence that it's that's actually needed the entire time. And very rarely do they do that. Yeah. That was one thing that pissed me off about Abbott during the whole lockdown stuff. Was can we see some of this data? Like, will you will they ever be held accountable for you know requiring the masks? You know, requiring certain businesses to be shut down. Are we ever going to see the data? Is anyone ever going to sue for that? Because it's it happened. Mm -hmm. or are they just going to forget about it? This is that's that type of authoritarian craft that needs to go. Yeah, as Chad, as Chad, I know knows firsthand. Um, oftentimes, people do they forget about it and they go, "Oh, he got rid of mask mandates. That was so nice." Arsonist and mm. firefighter. Yeah. Uh, that's the whole deal. Again, that's my biggest yeah. thing. I'm telling everybody: read the fine print. Don't just read the headlines. Read the fine print. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, all right. We've got more to come. But uh, first, we want to thank our sponsor, Birch Gold. We just talked about inflation. So I don't need to tell you guys it is not transitory. OK, it's here to stay. Uh, here is the government's dirty little secret, though. They actually want it uh, right now. Inflation rates are higher than the interest on Treasury bonds. So I don't know if you realize this with every day that passes, the government owes less on its mountain of debt. Now, imagine if your mortgage had a negative interest rate, would you be in a hurry to pay it off? Yeah, no, so your pain is their gain. You gotta protect your savings now. Do not wait until it is too late. You gotta hedge against, against inflation with gold. Uh, Birch Gold uh, is the place to go. The government is sabotaging the value of the U.S. 
dollar. Please, please, please look into this before it is too late. Birch Gold is the company that I trust and recommend for precious metals. They can help you convert an eligible IRA or a 401k that you have into an IRA backed by real gold. That's going to give you peace of mind. Guys, I, I like to be an optimist as much as I can, but like, I, it's not, it's going to get way worse. It's gonna, and just shooting you straight, it's going to get way worse before it gets better. Uh, just make sure that the money that you have, that you are investing, you do, like don't let that suffer if it doesn't have to. Birch Gold has thousands of satisfied customers, an A-plus rating with the Better Business Bureau. You can trust Birch Gold to help you protect your savings. You can text why, that is the word why, to the number 989898 to get a no-cost, no-obligation information kit. Uh, it's going to be a 20-page guide that will tell you how gold and silver can protect your savings, how you can buy them under a tax-sheltered account. You got to go do it right now. Text the word Y to 989898. That is the word Y to 989898. A South Dakota governor, uh, Chrissy Nome, announced during a speech yesterday that she is proposing an end to all state concealed carry permit fees. <coughs> Uh, here in her tweet, she tweeted about it. She said, yesterday in my state of the state address, I proposed the elimination of all fees for concealed carry permits. South Dakota will also pay, for, pay the cost for the federal background check. In my proposal, it won't cost you a penny to exercise your Second Amendment rights in South Dakota. Uh, that is, hey, you know what? I am all <laughs> for that. It was something that I honestly did not even consider until I read this, and I was like, Oh, damn. She's well, right. I mean, it's racist uh, to charge somebody. It is. To be able to get their permit. Thank you I mean, for well, finally saying that. Lower socioeconomic income. Thank and you for saying from that. from an urban community, something that's racist. There you Anytime go. you charge a citizen for having to do something, which is it's, their constitutional right. It's racist. Uh, it's racist. That's a great point. Yeah. So good for her. Yeah. She's done some questionable things, so I'm very on the fence. <laughs> she of, ha- I mean, look, uh, I, I, we, but we have, oh, come we, on. <laughs> we have brought those things to the table when she has, and I think that we have rightfully uh, yeah. criticized her for them. So I think with criticizing someone when they do something wrong, we should also give them credit when they do sure, something I, correct. Sure, I mean, right? I'm not going to totally poo-poo, you know, everything else yeah. she's done. Um, I just think it's, it's just weird on some of these people that we we kind of dub as the next rising star, and then they just let you down. And I'm like, oh my gosh! But now she's not she's not bad. But um, on this, she's right on the money. I mean, it's absolutely ridiculous how the Second Amendment has been under assault for decades and decades. Yeah. That you have to go pay something just to exercise your constitutional yeah. right. Right. It makes no freaking sense. Yeah. Like w- w- when you go to uh, church every morning, do you say like, hey, did you pay your fee to the government so you can go to church? Right. No. Yeah. We don't treat other constitutional, uh, you know, uh, rights like that. For the Second Amendment, I don't know. You actually, you could like, you know, right to assembly. Like, okay, yeah, did you get your permit to go assemble? See, a lot, there's a lot of crap like that. It's just stupid in the way we run things now. But, I mean, th- people like Noam will help bring this to light. Yeah. Uh, speaking of we're just kind of state-by-state uh, state issues that are going on here, New Jersey, I'm just now reading this, New Jersey uh, is planning to legalize all abortions to guarantee reproductive, this is what they call it, reproductive autonomy. Um, so they approved a bill asserting a fundamental right to abortion. It was called the Freedom of Reproductive Choice Act, and it passed in the New Jersey General Assembly by a vote of 46 to 22, and in the New Jersey Senate by 23 to 15. So when was they that? have codified, this is what they say, what? When was this? Uh, today, I believe. Interesting. They have codified 
what they say is the constitutional right, which has been recognized by the New Jersey Supreme Court to freedom of reproductive choice, including the right to access contraception, to terminate a pregnancy, and to carry a pregnancy to term, which is like not, you don't need to give people the right to do that. I think they already, <laughs> like, they, they already have the right to do that. Yeah, I'm, fairly, right to do, yeah. I'm fairly certain. That's interesting because uh, the Supreme Court, uh, what SCOTUS blog mm -hmm. yesterday, mm -hmm. tweeted that there were going to be multiple opinions mm -hmm. released Thursday. Yep, tomorrow. Tomorrow. Yep. So, I mean, and they people may are speculating that that's that could be one of the ones abortion and maybe mandates would uh -huh. be an awesome two to come out the gate with. Do, OK, you say an awesome two to come out of the gate with. Does that mean that you are uh, optimistic that the Supreme Court will rule the correct way on both of those? Yes. Really? I am. Yeah. The, the line of questioning in the Biden vaccine mandate. Less on that one. That made me very nervous. Less on that one. It seems like such a slam dunk. Like I it. know, but they but they weren't focusing at all on the Constitution. They yeah. were like, "Yeah, but vaccines are like really help." The lawyers, <laughs> like, okay. And the, the lawyers that made the case didn't really make yeah. the case. Yeah. Like, I don't really know what they I was were doing. Disappointed in again, like, argument. yeah, I, I mean, that's the way I felt in my divorce. <laughs> <laughs> Lawyers never make the case. Uh, yeah. yeah. Let me I've, argue this thing. I've been in a similar situation. Yeah, you're like, you know, I, I don't know why I'm paying you this retainer. I'm just going to get up and make the argument. I'm yeah. the one who knows it better than you. But you know, but but it was opposite for the abortion case. Every time I heard yes. him talking, yes. even Kavanaugh yes. seemed like he was leaning that direction as well. Yeah. And he's no conservative judge. Right. So uh, right. even though everyone says that, but it just ain't true. Nope. But anyway, uh, but yeah, I'm. that's the one that, I mean, I care about them both a lot, mm -hmm. but uh, that's the one I really, really care about. Now, I mean, do, do you think that, um, I mean, it's a state, the, the conservatives have been arguing for forever, like let it be a state, a state's issue, mm -hmm. right? So if New Jersey wants to do that, guess that's New Jersey. I don't, like, I would argue that it probably shouldn't be New Jersey's right, right to, should, like, allow I mean, women to I kill children. I think you should. But we have to take the, like, if we can get, if we can get the win federally, like, you got to take the wins where you can get them, right? Well, you know, I mean, I think you do have the state's rights. You do have state sovereignty. You do have the Tenth Amendment. You have certain things where the people can rule themselves within yeah. their own state. I mean, they, they, I think that that is, I think the VAX mandate should be that way. I yeah. think if you go all the way back to the, uh, what was it, the Jacobson versus Massachusetts mm -hmm. 1905 mm -hmm. deal where they it basically it came down to is it the federal government's right to mandate these vaccines in the case of what was it, uh, polio or, or whatever. Um, might have been smallpox, I don't know, but I can't remember. But the vaccine mandate, was it, would, the interpretation is one, what is a vaccine? And two, is it the federal right to enforce it or the state's rights? I come down on the side of the state's rights in that regard. So I can see that, but, um, but you know, it's, it's yeah. Uh, it, mm, ah, I'm just kind of waiting on the polar ice caps to go ahead and melt, right? <laughs> it just covers some of these places up. I think we're pretty safe in Texas. But like New Jersey, California, some of this nonsense I'm hearing about on today's headlines. Yeah, just go ahead. And yeah, I mean, it's like, <laughs> if they want to run their state into the ground, I guess they have the right to do we that. We up, God! <laughs> now, I would appreciate it if the people who are fleeing all of those places coming here didn't turn our state into the same hellhole that they just escaped from. But unfortunately, sometimes they don't, like, it doesn't translate uh, logically. For yeah. some of these people. Uh, all right, we've got more to come. First, we want to thank our sponsor, Omega XL. So uh, I don't know if you realize this, you have a ton of joints. You have like 360 joints from your neck all the way down each vertebrae in your back, your arms, hips, knees, feet. Um, that's a lot of joints that can just take a beating every day with all of your daily activity and then just throw into it, uh, you know, just aging in itself. 
That is part of the reason why you may hurt all the time. Maybe you live in pain. Uh, maybe your joints are always sore. Whatever the case may be, you got to take Omega XL. Uh, it, look, when we're young, our bodies produce these lipid mediators that help our bodies to fight inflammation. But as we age, we stop producing enough of those. So you've got inflammation, you've got pain. That's what a lot of people don't realize. It's the inflammation that is causing the pain. Omega XL can restore your SPMs, your lipid mediators, and rejuvenate joints and muscles so you can move like when you were young again. All right, uh, look, I, I, if, you're, if you're out there in pain, I don't have to tell you how it affects your life because it affects your life in more ways than just like, ow, I hurt. You could be grumpy at your spouse, whatever the case may be, not like your job. Uh, just have overall unhappiness because of being in pain. You gotta try Omega XL. It can get you out of pain. It did work for me. It can work for you as well. And if it does, it will be life-changing. Order a bottle of Omega XL now. You can get a second bottle for free over at OmegaXL.com slash news. That is OmegaXL.com slash news. I want to talk for a second about um, an elementary school in Seattle that, you know, it's like, oh, it's just an elementary school in Seattle. Why are we talking about it? Well, we're talking about it because um, this is something that we see happening quite frequently here in the United States, particularly in left-leaning states when it comes to uh, abusing children for the sake of adults feeling good about COVID-19 and the pandemic. And I think that it needs to be highlighted here. Uh, this is Queen Anne Elementary in Seattle. They are forcing children um, to eat outside. They're eating their lunch outside in freezing temperatures. I mean, literally, freezing temperatures. I believe it was in the 20s. And uh, there was a video of them. Uh, unfortunately, I guess we don't. I'm seeing that we don't have it. Uh, it. It was on Twitter, so I'm not sure why we don't have it. But um, we are seeing videos coming out of these children. I mean, they're bundled up, rightfully so, because it's in the 20s and the teachers are outside reading to them. Um, here is a, uh, because of all of the backlash, I guess they, they updated their lunch um, protocol and they said, we will continue to eat outside whenever possible to ensure everyone's health and safety. Thank you to parent volunteers who are helping with lunch. Children are bringing yoga mats and towels to sit on. Staff and I have marked off six feet distances so students know their spots. Uh, and eating indoors just in case you were worried about the children actually having fun during lunch, maybe socializing with their friends. That ain't happening because they say eating indoors will be a silent, focused on eating affair, meaning students will sit, get out their lunch, slip off their mask, return mask between bites and eat silently. When finished, students will put their masks back on and exit the cafeteria. So uh, here, look, here, here's my thing, guys. Um, I don't <laughs> I don't know how else to say this. Uh, if you as a parent are dropping your child off at a school where the, where the teachers are taking your child outside to eat in 28, 30 degree weather, you are complicit in child abuse. I don't Come know. On. I don't know how else to. I don't know how else to put it. You're complicit you know in child abuse. I've been saying this. I, I'm losing. I've lost quote unquote friends over this who attack me for saying. I'm like, if you keep sending your kids to these public school <laughs> systems, I'm telling you, they're abusing your kid. You know. I mean, I used to think that word problems were difficult, and I can't even figure out what the gender of the pronouns of the teacher <laughs> is. And these kids got to figure all this stuff out. You know. I, I, like this is insanity the stuff we're subjecting these kids to and this is pure nonsense yeah i mean it, it really is it's like how can you be a good parent you wake up every morning and you're like 
Yeah, I think it's a good idea to send my kid back Let's to this place. Let's just farm our kids out. Yeah. Let's just farm our kids out for the world to torture. It's disgusting. Yeah, torture, and for what? They, they took kids who have a roughly 0% yes. uh, you know, chance of any kind of serious thing from COVID. Literally, statistically, their chances are zero. And 0%. They w- and then they went to... Literally zero, mm-hmm. even outside. Mm-hmm. So, like, mm-hmm. so why make them suffer when the chances are exactly the I same? I mean, look, I'm all for toughening a kid up a little bit, but <laughs> darn, man, yeah. let's have a good reason for it. I mean, that teacher last week put her kid in a trunk. I mean, this, yeah. this is kind of, like, this is, again, this is what happens when you let fear take over a culture. Mm-hmm. When, when you are brainwashing people into be afraid of every other human on the planet, this is what you do. You put, you know, you put you put your kids in a trunk and drive them to get tested so you can distance from them. Yeah, I mean, God forbid, the kid had a better chance of the mom getting rear-ended and dying, or dying of carbon monoxide poisoning, than he did of of dying of COVID. Yeah, I mean, th- this is this is the kind of thing, and we're justifying this narrative over and over again. Stuff like this, you want to send your kids out in the temperature. These people are lined up down the street in New York City, five degree weather. With a mask on, I like these tests. Don't give you orgasms, people. <laughs> like there's nothing special up your nose that they're gonna fondle. So when you're lined up down there to go see if you're sick, like you don't even know yeah. if you're sick. So I'm gonna go pile in with a bunch of New Yorkers in the freezing cold weather just to line up to see if somebody can swab my nasal cavity. Chad, I, what I gathered from that is Chad only finds it to be uh, reasonable to line up when it's freezing cold outside if you will, in fact, get an orgasm at the end. No, you ain't lying. But, but imagine if we could corner the market on that test. Yeah. So, like, with how scared people yeah. are yeah. and they're constantly getting these tests, if we can add that element to it, <laughs> line me up. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> line me well, up. You'd, be, you'd use your own supply all the yeah. time, so you wouldn't be making yeah. any money. Now, look, I want to go back to the, to the school thing for a second because I know I'm going to get every time I get people who are like, Sarah, this is the, your elitism talking as if somehow I am, I'm a, an elitist and not an average American like everyone else. This is your elitism talking because it's not it's not possible <laughs> for some people to homeschool their children. A lot of people don't make that much money. Girl, please. Look. Research homeschooling, please. I did it, by the way. I have a full-time job. Actually, I have multiple jobs because I'm an entrepreneur, so I have... Multiple full-time jobs. That's her privilege coming out. Yeah, my privilege that like I I kept both of my children at home. I homeschooled my older son with a newborn baby because I was not going to subject him to the child abuse at the school. Like it it can be done, and you know what? It cost me practically nothing. Anyone can do it. We homeschooled four kids. I, I was the, the, it, I was the only provider in my home. I made thirty. Not, I made thirty thousand dollars a year. It's what the left want. Like the left wants you to think that it's impossible and it's only for rich people. That's what they want you to think because they don't want you to do it because they want to send your kids to the freaking indoctrination camps. Exactly don't right. let them win that. Well, they're not going to be. They're not going to be socialized. I don't want my kids to be socialized. <laughs> yeah. Not especially not with this thing where they're gender confused, can't figure out the pronouns, and they need a book to connect the dots to figure out who they are yeah. so they graduate and get a degree and undecided. I mean, this is this kind of thing. And you're right. There are options that are out there. Edu- your kid would be better off if they just stayed at home yes. and yes. you didn't do and anything didn't but do anything. talk to yep. them all day. Yep. Yep. 100%. So please don't send me the hate mail. Okay. Just in fact, go research it yourself. See what the laws are like in your state because it is way easier than you think. All right. We got to take a break. We'll be back. That's a good reason for charter school conversations. Yes. Go on.
Hey, those of you who are watching, I know there are many of you. I see you. I know who you are. I will find you. I'm like Liam Neeson from Taken. Uh, if you have not yet gone, like I've asked you to, to, go over to wherever you get your audio podcasts, okay? I realize you're watching on video, but it takes two seconds. You can subscribe, rate, and review the news and why it matters. It will help more people be able to find the show. Also, we've got something in it for you, because if you leave us a nice review, you may see it read live on air, like the one today from Tiger Team 4, who says, five stars, excellent host, and great guests. A very insightful show and excellent review of the news of the day. It has information combined with enough humor to keep me from becoming suicidal, which is really what we strive to do here at the News and Why It Matters. We just want to keep you guys from being suicidal. Funny story on that. Uh, I w mentioned that my toddler was cutting eight teeth right? At the same time, even the doctor was like, I've never seen this before, actually. <laughs> and um, it's just been kind of a nightmare. And I said it on Twitter. And in another tweet, I said, um, like, just kill me now. <laughs> and someone reported me for being suicidal. Oh so I got God. the email from Twitter. I was like, guys, I'm not suicidal. It was a joke. All right. Also, I didn't kill myself. So you know. <laughs> stream and subscribe to more Blaze Media content at theblaze.com slash podcasts.